Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Tuesday somewhere, so you know what that means. It's Taco Tuesday! If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. B-I-G! This is Frankie McDowell, my own TV station live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Attention, citizens of California. Severe taco warning has been issued for California. It's going to be a lot of tacos will be falling from the sky in the state of California. It's going to bring ton of tacos will be followed from the sky in the state of California and the surrounding areas. People in California, you need to be prepared for a lot of tacos. How's Taco Bell gonna make money off of that? Leave my taco alone. And now, what are you doing for the Latino community today? I might have tacos when I go home. I'm not quite sure yet. Our feature presentation. <laughs> morning, buddy. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday morning, the 15th of October. <laughs> Time to uh, crack the seal no. on official Halloween spook season, by the way. No, sir. Because Kevin demanded no. it. Halloween, Halloween, do Halloween. Right? Ghostly things are going to happen. Dare you. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. No one likes this song, by the way. Oh, Everyone we love this, this song. song. Outside my window. Halloween spooks behind the tree. I will tell you that the uh, the amount of complaints that we get when we get into the Halloween season and we haven't played Halloween spooks. Yeah, in- it's like to, it's like seven or eight. I've seen them. Indicates to me yeah. that people are very invested in the oh, Halloween. Oh, are they very invested? Wow. I believe I believe that there are people who do not consider it. Halloween until ah. they have heard Halloween spooks like this is. Are those people in the room with you? Uh, so, well, those people in in addition to the. Ah. What, what would you say, Jensen? Thousands of people. Who... I would say thousands. Of people. Can you do me a favor? Can you check in on them real quick? Just what they're doing right. Yeah, no, I think thousands of people are into it. <laughs> I do. Are, are demanding it? How, yes. could, how could they not? Mm. Are demanding it? And by the way, every time somebody goes to a Not Scary Farm and this place because uh, because mm. uh, they know what they're doing down there and they play great music. Uh, they all they all write us and go, oh my god, it was so exciting to hear Halloween spooks out in the wild. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just it makes people happy. Why do you why do you hate things that make people happy? Listen to it. Kevin? Turn it back up. Stop doing that. Those are the Halloween spooks, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, hey, we're sort of being scary, but they're jazzy hands. Mm-hmm. F you. Mm. Here we go. Outside my window. Big finish, you guys. Halloween spooks behind the tree. Wish that the children could see, but I can't find them for the life of me. And there's Halloween spooks outside my window. 
Right? Problematic stuff. How are you going to come at the Halloween spooks like that? It's been a long Cancel. time. <laughs> uh, Allie, I haven't heard you weigh in. Halloween spooks, yay. Halloween spooks, yay. I made Kevin play it last week yeah, when we you were gone. Good for you. Tiny amount. Yeah. Tiny Small amount. amount. Well Small done. Yeah. Just, uh, just to, you know, what the whistle. Yes. You got to the whistle. Yes. Fans. Yes. Absolutely. Right. I love it. And again... Halloween spooks outside my window. Outside my window, right? Oh, yeah, wait. Behind, yeah, you didn't know this. They're also behind trees. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. How could I miss this this whole time? I know. You were so busy being angry, you didn't listen to the amazing lyrics. So frustrated with myself. Yeah. As you should be. Guys, we have an, uh, an enormous show today, including a, uh, a, a guest that was booked after the program yesterday that we can't wait to, ex- to tell you about. And you'll understand our excitement when we tell you who it is. But first, this story rocketed around uh, Los Internets yesterday because it is hilarious. This is uh, Shay Bradley. I cannot, uh, I cannot speak Irish. Shay Bradley of Kilmanaga. Can you try? Kil- Kilmanaga? Hmm. Which is a city south of Dublin, and unfortunately, Mr. Bradley passed away on October the 8th. But he was known as a prankster. He used to love to pull pranks on his family. And he, and I assume with the help of somebody on the outside to help him pull off the prank? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, he's uh, cleverer than I think. He devised a, a way to prank the attendants of his funeral. So I've got some tape to play for you, and you'll hear this is as they're getting ready to lower his casket into the ground. And uh, it's a very obviously sad and somber and heartbreaking moment because they lose this man who was so beloved. And you'll hear the uh, the tail end of the bagpipes being played. And then something unexpected was heard as the coffin goes under. Everybody's sad, and then... Hello. Hello. Let me out. Okay, so, so he's hello, and he's knocking on the top of the casket, and he's saying, let me out. And the faces of the people who weren't in on it, they did tell a couple of people. I think they told some of the old people, and they told some of the very young people, all right, we're pulling this prank. I don't want you to have a heart attack and freak out when you hear, you know, when you hear Papa's voice. But That's the pretty other, awesome. The mm. other people who are standing around, as you can imagine, are horrified because they think this is real, right? Yeah, I'm surprised no one, like, jumped in. Like, I would think someone would immediately try to open the casket. And and I'm stunned that nobody screamed, too, by the way, because it would be so, I don't know, just terrifying if you actually thought for even a second that this person was buried alive. Mm -hmm. He wasn't done. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Let me help it's effing dark in here so you can tell people are now getting that it's a gag and they're just starting to laugh and play along what a what a beautiful send-off by the way this right? is so good No. This is shame. I'm in the box. No, I'm in front of you. I'm dead. You gotta hear that. That's great. 
Hello again. Hello. Okay, so now he's singing <laughs> to the assemble. Right. He's singing because he's saying hello again now from death. I just called to say goodbye. I'm going to die. I pray to s. Hello again. Hello. <laughs> His uh, daughter posted the uh, video up on Facebook and said, my uh, dad's dying wish, always the prankster. You got him good, Papa Bear, and gave us all a laugh when we needed it. I will love you forever. Hashtag Shia's last laugh. Hmm. Is that is that the best funeral, by the way, you can imagine? Uh, so Yeah. I mean, super I don't, sad. I don't to... rank funerals, but yeah, <laughs> no, you don't. I don't really. Super sad Weird. to lose the man, but yeah. I'm just saying that what a that what a fantastic way to to go out and to have people walk away from a, a normally very sad occasion with at least a little bit of a laugh. What if you're a prankster all your life, and so everybody thinks that's what Ooh, it is, but you are alive. alive. Plot twist. Oh, that, guy twist. Was, that guy was still alive. And everybody's going, ah, yeah. <laughs> And everyone on the internet sharing it like, what a prankster. And he's just dead now. He oh wasn't dead. Man. God, that yeah. guy was buried alive. Right? Yep. Wow. This is terrible. That is dark. <laughs> I'm so sorry to have brought you that story. Yeah, that's a terrible story. I don't know why you would start the show with that. His it's pranks awful. have come back to get him. Yeah. Right? Uh. Also, Bean, are you really scouring the internet for like funeral stories because you know you're going to die soon? Um, first of all, I'm not dying. I'm the healthiest man alive. I'm fine. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I have a Google alert. Sure. Okay. Just letting you know. Rest he in peace. Death. Me. I don't know how to go on. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin Amicho, shall we? I can't talk too long. I got to poo. <laughs> we are all going to try and agree, mm-hmm. which never works, on the worst candy. The very worst candy. You're talking about for, for Halloween. Like, candy. Ha- oh, Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Candy corn's the best. We agree on that. Yeah. So that one's out. The worst. That's the best. Because that's the well, worst. we already know two of us love it, two of us hate it. So that's out. Right. Okay. Can't be worst. So we have to decide on yes. the worst Halloween candy. We have to come okay. together as a group okay. and make one decision. Okay. We've never ever been able ever. To do that. No. Right. But we're locking the door and we're not moving on to a different segment unless we do it. I mean, we couldn't even agree that the guy pulled a funny prank at his funeral. We couldn't right? even agree on that. Right. Ke- Kevin had to poo-poo that. Uh, we have Hobo Johnson. Yes. Yeah. What's your name? How are you? How's your life? I love this kid. He's, He's great. I love him. Um, but we also have uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw. Whoa! Whoa! Terry Bradshaw. Oh, yeah. my God. I haven't recovered from the last time Mr. Bradshaw was on. We kept him over for another segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it one or two? Two. I think it was just two, two, two more segments. Yeah. Two stone. Yeah. yeah. Which we never ever do. Very rare. But we couldn't stop laughing at him killing animals. And that sounds oh. terrible. Yeah. It does sound terrible. It was terrible. It was hilarious. But, but he is the most entertaining man in America. Correct. I'm going to see him at the Luxor. I've just decided. Sure. No. How could I not? Right? You're not. Catch that in Downton Abbey. Right after I see Downton Abbey, yes. Mm. Um, uh, interview with Tyler Toffoli from the LA oh, Kings. Fantastic. Yeah. You, do you have a personal hype? Song? No. I've got a few. Uh, I'm being mocked. You should be. As is Christine. The two of us have some. Allie has one. Right? I have a few. Yeah, a few. Okay, Depends so on my I. mood, like what I'm getting hyped for. Right. You guys are dweebs. Yeah. So <laughs> it could be, yeah. You're talking about like you get in your car to go to work and you play the, the Rocky theme or something like that just to pump you up for the day? That's like that's that, a, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. You have Hype any songs. of those speed. I mean, I am. I'm Mr. Hype, first of all. Right, sure. <laughs> you know you don't need songs. <laughs> you know the level of energy that I bring to the world. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we have uh, your tickets for Kevin and Bean's Last Breakfast with Green Day. Whoa. So that's coming up. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Allie. Bean. What's happening? Well, 
do you want? Good news or icky news first? Oh, man. That's that's always a tough decision. I like yes. to start icky. Okay. Really? What? I mean... And end good. And end good. Because I, like I like to put off bad feeling bad as long as possible, so I tend to want the good news first, so at least I you know, can enjoy Just my life Just a tiebreaker? Mini Bean? I like starting icky. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's like, start icky. I like getting it out the way. Let's, uh, let's icky thump this. Okay. Uh, this uh, has to do with Jeremy Renner. Have you heard this news? Something bad with his wife is all Canceled. I know. Yeah, he uh, married a woman named Sonny Pacheco in 2014. She filed for divorce later that same year. Their marriage and divorce all under the radar until recently when she filed multiple claims for a custody uh, situation with their six-year-old daughter, Ava. She claims that he was drunk and high in cocaine at a club in November when he told someone that he, quote, could not deal with Sonny anymore and he just wanted her gone. According to court docs related to the custody battle, the filing also states that Renner put a gun into his mouth, threatened to kill himself before then firing the gun into the ceiling with their six-year-old daughter asleep in her bedroom. Wow. She claims he has a history of substance abuse as well as verbal and emotional abuse. She claims he would leave cocaine on a bathroom counter that their daughter could reach. Just altogether a wow. bad situation. Renner fired back in legal docs of his own, stating Pacheco is making up the allegations because she's angry their relationship never worked out and is looking for a cash grab. He says he even submitted to random tests over a period of three months to prove that he doesn't use drugs. Hmm. Altogether, gross situation there, and a court yeah. hearing is set for November 7th. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Not good. Can I be the new Hawkeye? Um, I'm just thinking ahead. Yes. Thinking ahead. I like that. Yes. Okay. That would be a really good replacement. Uh -huh. No yeah. explanation, just one day being as Hawkeye. Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember which Hemsworth it was. Did you see that yesterday? It was Steve, I think. Okay, Steve. Steve Hemsworth. Marco. It was one of the Hemsworths who was asked on a panel if you could basically get rid of one one person. Mm -hmm. He said, what about Hawkeye? My brother could be Hawkeye. Right. Like, Already, essentially, wow. it was Already just angling. like, see you later, Hawkeye. Wow. So, yeah. he Jeremy Renner doesn't have the greatest rep. Yeah. I was unaware of this. I just... Thought he was a good actor. I didn't know really much about his personal life. Yeah. His want... personal life has been pretty much on the down low for a long time. Lots been on the down low with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, some birthdays <laughs> for you. Just kidding. You wanted the good. You want the good? Yeah. Oh, please. do we have the good? Yeah. Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman in the yeah! new The Batman. Love it. Oh, All right. That's great casting. That's great casting. Like She's going to star, of course, opposite Robert Pattinson as the caped crusader. Pre-production of the Warner Brothers DC Comics film is expected to start soon. Some insiders claiming as early as early next year. But you're going to have to wait because The Batman is scheduled to hit theaters on June 25th, 2021. Oh, shoot. I know. It's already so busy. Yes, I have. Oh, that day I, no, already? I just set up a hair appointment. Oh, shoot. Like I'm guy, getting. Jensen I, works 10 years out. It's a guy I like. It's a guy yeah. I like. Hard he to is get busy. In. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Oh, I got uh, to call him. Let me write yeah. this See if guys, you can switch it. Let's try. Guys, will they ever stop making Batman-related movies? Ever? No. I hope not. It seems they like, like money. A, an endless fount. Of well, as long as they do them well, but I hope not. All right. An endless fount. 
I've never heard that. Did I use that, that incorrectly? Like, no, it's probably, I think it's probably real. right. I've never heard it. Like a fountain, endless fountain. No, I don't. I don't think it's related to fountain. I think a it's a, a separate word. Yes. I'll look it up and embarrass myself that I was wrong and made it up. But it sounds right to me in my head. Okay. Excellent. So does everything I say. Oh, no. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't mean a damn right thing, now. does Go it? Go ahead and Google it while we're on the air so you can apologize. Bad luck so, for you. A source of desirable quality or commodity uh, or a spring or fountain. Oh, so no. it is short for fountain. Yeah. A fount. I don't like even it. know what that is. I don't well, know. We, we just told you. We just told you. Do you guys remember who the last person to play Catwoman was? Um, the Hi, last Harry? person to play Catwoman. Mm-mm. I feel like there was one after that. Doris oh, Roberts. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. That's right. Whoa. That's right. In the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I honestly, if you... You could have said Dark Knight Rises and I wouldn't have thought of yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know why. I know. That role did not stick with us. No. No. Zoe Kravitz is going to be amazing. Though. I think so, too. Plus... She's got that Hulu series High Fidelity coming out soon as well. Mm-hmm. And who knows if Big Little Lies is going to be picked up for a third season or not. Everything's I coming mean, up, Zoe. Everything is coming up, Zoe Kravitz. Some birthdays for you. Anthony Joshua. Remember him? The boxer? Yeah. Barely. What? No, is I don't. Boxer. Barely. Okay. Uh, Dominic West, the actor. This is a tough day. Huh? Here's the thing. Are you um, leading with... I, I mentioned Dominic West yesterday because he's on that show, The Affair, that I hate. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The only reason I know that guy's name. Um, Emerald Lagasse. Okay. Bam. Right? Okay. Bam. Bam. There it is. Uh, Bean, you said it's Tito Jackson's birthday? But the emotion? Too much for Tito. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should celebrate. But really, I'm saving the best for last because when this music comes on in a club, you know it is time to go home and get to... Hit it, Steve. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's strong. That is strong. Kevin has, has given away so much money to this song. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Genuine. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. We're going to try and do something here. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive we've ever been able to do. Mm-hmm. Is the nuts to all agree on one thing? Okay. Okay. Well, a very different taste. I want to Halloween to- spooks is awesome. Is yes. that the topic? Nope. We're talking okay. about Halloween candy. Oh. Halloween candy is awesome. Y- yes. We can all agree on that. But what's the worst Halloween candy? Mm-hmm. Oh, candy corn. It's not. It's already thrown out because yeah. two of us love it and two love of us it. don't but like it. Two of you are very wrong. Right. I agree. Yeah. I love candy corn so much that I hoard it mm-hmm. after Halloween so that I have it to. To parcel out in spring and summer and fall and before it gets a sold ton again, of it because no one else is eating it. And it's, you could just use a candle. Uh, look, it's no. the same thing. You're just eating you're just a, candle. Not a candle. I hate to, yeah, I hate to say this again, but uh-huh. just like with grape nuts the other day, they wouldn't keep <gasps> making it for a hundred and fifty years by the millions of pounds if people didn't it gets eat it and like and it. Just yeah. put it back no. on the shelves. It's That's exactly. how it works. Rocks and That's candles. What you, a weird life, Kevin. So your your contention is that can't, they have not made a new bag of candy right, corn since right. the twenties. They've just, just all been recirculated. It's like the way your pool keeps bringing in new water. Right, like, let me try one. Yeah. Let me try one just in case I forgot. Like oh, maybe it's great. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, I was thinking of something else. Oh, luck out. You're eating candy corn right now. <gasps> what are you eating? Candy corn. I'm and? so jealous. I'm so jealous. All right, it's a dot. But I mean candy- I was gonna say that it was red. Uh-huh. Whatever you ate. You put a, a dot, dot. you okay. put a dot in a candy corn, then pretend to eat candy corn? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> okay. that seems like it, well. Either way, we have to pass okay. on candy, candy corn. It's not the worst, not the worst. because okay. two of us love it. Okay. All right. Let me suggest since Kevin brought it up and he's a, a cheater and already undermining the accuracy of this poll. Right. Um, what about dots? Are dots the worst Halloween? Candy? No, I love them. I have dots. I'll have one. Thank I haven't you. had one in a long time. There you go. Well, I mean, if Kevin is already saying no, I guess that eliminates our anonymous, you know, our unanimous poll. <laughs> How do you... Jensen's going to eat this for the rest of his life. How do you get these off your teeth? Oh, no, they take your fillings out. That This is what dentists use. <laughs> oh, my God. This is paste. But damn tasty. Or, I, number one, it can't win because you like them, but yeah. I think this is very bad. I don't know if it's the worst, but dots are they're almost tasteless. They got a little taste, though. I like them. A I'm little a taste. That's, that's why I look, that's like I look for in candy. It's a, a little whisper. It's a yeah. little whisper of taste. Yeah. Ah! But at least you can't get it off your teeth, so it's got that going for you. <laughs> All right. So neither of those are the worst, okay. right? All right. I'm going to throw another one out, although this is kind of dumb because I like it, so clearly it can't win. What? But I just I want your opinion on the great Necco wafers. Now, before you say anything, remember that for a brief period last year or early this year, Necco wafers were out of production. The company yeah. that was making huh. them. Oh, that hmm. means they're good? The right, company sure. that was making them <laughs> closed down. And I went out and bought like a hundred of them because I wanted to make sure to have them as long as I could. But then somebody else swooped in and they're making them again. So, so you know, then so you just went to Office Depot and got some some, some chalk. Chalk. Mm-hmm. No, Necco like, wafers. Yeah. This is perfect. I, I have chalk. Who, who, raise your hand. That's why they stopped making them because teachers rarely have chalkboards anymore. So they're like, we don't even <laughs> right. need this candy anymore. Get rid of it. Raise your <laughs> hand if you're with me and you love Necco wafers. I am seeing no hands. Nope. No, no. Hands. no. All right. No. So, okay, because I love it, though, it can't be the worst. Correct. Okay. Okay. So it cannot be unanimous. All right, right? Necco wafers out. What about Peeps? Mm. Oh, I peeps love Peeps. are more of an Easter candy than a Halloween candy, though. Who well, keeps, oh, who no, keeps, they do. They're both. They do Halloween. This is a little ghost peep. Yeah, these are ghosts. Oh, ghost peeps. Okay. And uh, <gasps> what was it, Kevin? <laughs> The ghost peep you heard me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a ghost peep. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, right? Yeah. Right. So this is a candy that was Easter, but then they figured out a way to make it year round. Mm-hmm. They probably make Fourth of July peeps. They make Christmas peeps. They probably just you know change the candy? color, right? Does it qualify as a candy? What else could it be? I don't know. A what protein? It's a... <laughs> <laughs> Literally no taste. What's it's a marshmallow. How's it no taste? With sugar. sugar. On it. It's not the worst because it's just a marshmallow. You can't hate a marshmallow. Yeah, I love Peeps, so I think Peeps oh, keeps can't, wow. can't be on the list. Allie with the block, you guys. Yeah, yeah I, mean, so it, it, I can't imagine that a Peeps would be the worst, no. but it is universally, people don't like it. They right. make fun of it because it's terrible. How about, um, and I, I know we, we had a Halloween candy conversation a couple of weeks ago, and I brought these up, and I don't know that everyone was familiar with them, but the, the wax cola bottles. <laughs> What? You know the candy I'm talking about? Yeah, it looks like a little a little bottle, and it has f- liquid in it, and it's a wax candy. Uh, will, would anyone else like yes. to agree that that might be the worst candy? That could be the worst, because you don't even eat the whole you thing. You both eat wax. How no. can you be against that? This? Wait, You're... you literally don't eat it? You no, just, you do. You just, like, suck out no. the syrup? No, I eat it. Oh, I eat the whole thing. See? I eat the whole thing. I chew on it. I, I, you know, swallow the liquid, and then I chew on the wax like it's gum. And I'm a fan. And I'm a this big... is why we can never agree on the <laughs> yeah. number one. It's just not possible. <laughs> wax cola bottles. So I like them. Oh, so I guess they're uh, out too. The, what healthy, about... the healthiest man on uh, in the world is going to be filled with wax when they open oh, them up in the end. What about? Circus peanuts. Oh, those oh. can go to hell. This is some nasty now, s. Yeah. Just I, touching them, they they have the like a consistency, substance, feeling of a rock. Mm-hmm. They're very hard. Ding. 
I Why have not. Oh my god! So late. Oh my god! These are awful. I have not had circus peanuts in a super long time. You're gonna have to take our word mm. for it. Then these are really <laughs> oh, bad. Both of them have spit it out. These are really, really bad. I mean, no, this it... isn't even for the radio. This is a very bad candy. They're bad. I feel like maybe mugs can. They're be bad, the one. but at least they're hard. This is crazy <laughs> okay, bad. Going for it. Who would eat these? <laughs> well, they've again. They sell them every year. Somebody is. Oh, mugs. They're not bad. Oh, no, they're not. They're terrible. For the love right, of God. Wait, he's not in the voting right now. No. Okay. I mean, right. both, for the record, genuinely, both Kevin and I threw ours out yeah. after writing it. Okay, so, Genuine. show of hands. Uh-huh. Worst Halloween candy ever, circus peanuts. Yeah. All three of us, Bean. Yeah. Um, here's what I'll say. Go I, along with it. Here's what I'll say. Short timer. I haven't had circus peanuts forever, so I'm afraid I am going to have to take your word for it because I honestly don't remember how bad they are. They're so bad. Look so I think we may have agreed on something. Wow. For the first time ever? That's pretty good. Wow. Feels but we good. can all agree candy corn is the best, no, right? Candy, candy corn, corn is the greatest. It's just barely above circus peanuts, but let's not argue that. It's the best. <laughs> circus peanuts blow. Circus penis? What? Yes, That's what I heard. <laughs> It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jensen, what problem are you having at home okay, with your well, ring? I would probably not phrase it that way. But here's <laughs> here's what's going on. Yeah. With and, your wedding ring is right, the no, problem? No, 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 no. This is a, a very common, normal mistake uh, that I, I think that I, we can fix. It happens to everyone. Yeah, we Jensen, can fix it. No, 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 no. Yeah. Listen. Doctors can, can fix that. Okay. Yeah. We can You're fix my problem. just in your head. All right. All right. Here's and then my it's problem. making it worse. Here's my problem. <laughs> yeah. I have been lucky enough to have as a sponsor here on, on the Kevin and Bean Show this company called uh, Fitness Kitchen LA that basically delivers food every day right, mm-hmm. to my house. And I've, I've lost a bunch of weight from it, so I'm happy about it. That's okay. one. Here's what happens every morning. It gets delivered to my house, mm-hmm. and I have a ring doorbell. Now, what do you mean morning overnight? Is that um, what that means? I don't or know early, the early real morning? answer. Because what time do you leave? 4 a.m. Is it already there? Yes. So oh. it definitely happens... Somewhere between 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. The reason I can't tell you why is because it never comes up on my ring doorbell. So everything else that's ever delivered to my door has every, and I, this is for real, every single thing that's ever been delivered has triggered the ring doorbell. Because it has a motion sensor. Correct. Except I have never received any sort of video or notification or announcement that that food is being delivered. So. How do they deliver it each day and avoid ring? I don't know. And they put it next to, like, the very close to the door. They put it uh, basically on the doorstep. What like if right they were the to marine crawl with that with the bag on their back? Would oh, you still see it? Yeah. What that, if they marine crawl? Well, that would probably <laughs> like army crawl. Tra- okay. <laughs> that would probably <laughs> the marine crawl. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's I called. I do think that's what it's called, but, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is, do they try to avoid the ring? the Navy SEAL show. He would know. That's true. It, it would not trigger. It would not trigger it. It would not. It would not trigger. Okay. You're right. If they somehow crawled into my front yard, it would not trigger. Okay, it. but it is. But of course they don't. So right. It's so sensitive. Right. The ring doorbell is so sensitive that when a car drives by with their lights on and it it, it actually if they turn a certain way, mm-hmm. it will trigger my doorbell 
ring just by a light. What uh, if they go right up against your house and shimmy the whole way great across? Question. Drop the bag. Right. Shimmy back like a cat burglar. Yes. Uh, Only now, the, they're leaving something at your house, not taking something. Yes. Right. They would not trigger at that point. Could they be? Sounds like a dumb question, but is it a possibility? <laughs> since we're just speculating out loud, right. could they be delivering your food via drone? Yes. What? No. They could, but I doubt they are. But, but I'm wait, saying, is but it that an, would also, a drone? Would that would it? also trigger it. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would think so. If you said if a it's car out of eyeline, if it's higher or lower, no. But if it if it were higher, it would have to drop your food onto the yeah, which porch, can't do. though, which it couldn't you can't do. do. It couldn't do. I'm just thinking out loud here, you guys. But if... It, could they use a t-shirt cannon and shoot it from the oh, street? Yes. Like it. They could do that. That would also not trigger it. Could they be using the ghost of your father? Oh. No, they could not. No. My father would never get involved in this. It's too... How do you know? It's too small. He would, <laughs> too small. He would give me a much bigger... He would give me... By the way... A much bigger sign. If anyone has had this experience that Jensen is describing... Yes. If he's not Big Fat Liar, if, not. You've, if you've had things that should have shown up on your ring but haven't and you're puzzled by it, or better, is, if you have an explanation as to what regularly, not every day, not every day, just yeah. one, every day. a one-off. And it's not like there aren't other things triggering it. There are things around it, you know, like right before it, right after it, all different things that trigger it except this one thing. And let, me, uh, let me finish my sentence just real quick. Yes. If you have input on this, if it's happened to you or you think you know what's happening, please call us, 1-800-520-1067. Allie, back to you. Uh, you've checked settings like you did. You don't shut it off between no. like three specific hours that you had no idea. No, I I checked. I it's those on, hours are important. Yeah, it's on twenty four. I think. Yeah, I, I'm most afraid when I'm sleeping. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Sure. So those sure. are the ones I make sure that the ring doorbell is on during. I want to know when I'm what I'm so sleeping. So it never, it's never, never. gotten them. No, and Why? one, I remember the first day it was supposed to be delivered. I looked at my phone and was like, oh, obviously. And I was like, oh, they didn't deliver today. Then I went downstairs and it was there. And every day since there, then it's been there, but no announcement from Ring. You've had this campaign on K Rock for a couple of months. Yes. And so this has been bugging you this whole time. Why have you not? committed to the cause and just stayed up one night and looked out your window to see the person, persons, or ghost that has delivered your food. Right. So you're saying like uh, hold, you know, like basically look out the window all night like that Malcolm X photo, just sort of sitting there and, and waiting for a drop off. Great reference Thank to you. Malcolm X photo. Thank oh. you. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay. try, to, try to solve this mystery. Hmm. Okay. You're kind well, of our Malcolm X. I, well, I am the Malcolm X of food <laughs> delivery <it> services. <laughs> I feel like I am a pioneer of sorts. Uh, I have bad news for how that one ended, uh, by the way. But is there any reason as to why Ring wouldn't work? Is there any, I mean, for what would, What if they're wearing all black, like That's a ninja? That's my question. Like, oh, maybe they have a ski mask so on? So racist. Still no, and all black, though. What? Isn't it? What? Movement-based. Like, you would it's think. A, yeah. I, that's what I'm trying to say. You would think. But it's, it has night vision. So like even it when has night vision because like even when I've looked before at at people walking up in the night it it's not like I see black I see like a, a bit of uh, you don't see color at all I'm well, told yeah I, I see like a little bit of blue even huh all right I mean ghosts is really the only answer That's I mean well we uh, Wesley and Lapuente can we go to him on line one yeah sure he actually has sort of a theory I like Wesley good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? We are good, thank you. Although Solve we're perplexed. this mystery. Help. So I, I think I know what your answer is. Uh, most likely one of two things. Either your Wi-Fi is dropping in the middle of the night mm. or your network itself is dropping in the middle of the night, and which would make it so your ring is on Wi-Fi. So if the Wi-Fi right. is not talking, 
You're not going to get any signal. But if it goes out the exact and I assume they don't deliver it at the exact same moment of No, day. they could never. It would yeah. be but it would be a certain run of hours, obviously, yeah. somewhere in there. But why would his well, Wi Fi go out at night? Because if he wakes up in the middle of the night and needs some U porn or whatever, it's there for him. Right. Well, most people have what's called DHCP. DHCP refreshes every twenty four hours. So considering the um, time frame in which that DHCP is refreshing. Right. Uh, that could cause that issue. Uh, or you may want to take your power in your house wow. or whatever you have going to your device. So, what, the so the delivery people are in the car and they're going, hey, the DHCP is off. Go, right, go, 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 go. go. So, if you guys want to give out my address, because now we know the exact hours in which to rob us. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. It's time for animal stories. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. You wouldn't uh, necessarily expect to hear me talk about Lizzo during Animal Stories. She has had a hell of a 2019. I mean, she went from a virtually unknown artist into one of the biggest stars in the world, it seemed like, in a matter of months. And she is a huge animal rescue proponent. Mm -hmm. In fact, when she tours, as she's doing right now, she oftentimes will get together with one of the pet rescues in the city that she is uh, she is visiting and have them bring a bunch of dogs, puppies, dogs, dogs that are looking for homes, to the venue so that they can play with them. And then they take them out on stage to promote the animal, the animal uh, rescue. Which I think is just so fantastic that she's doing this. She was in Wisconsin recently, and she posted a bunch of photos of her with a little dog that needed a home named Saba. And one of her crew members adopted the dog and changed his name to Pokey. And now Pokey is on tour with Lizzo, enjoying that bling bling lifestyle. <laughs> how great! How great is that? Pokey is one hundred percent that bitch, you guys. I'm telling you, this is awesome that an artist would use her platform for something like this for animal adoption. Like, like you need another reason to love Lizzo, by the way. Yeah. Like, true. everything about her is amazing, and this just makes me love her even more. <laughs> now we take you down to Quito in Ecuador. This is a real thing, by the way. Uh, guinea pig is a very popular food item in Ecuador. Uh, they eat it lots of times. It has uh, high protein. It's apparently delicious and cheap. Uh, and now there's a woman there who has made Quite a sensation of herself. She has created a guinea pig flavored ice cream. Oh, oh no! What's why? A guinea pig flavored ice cream. I'm tapping out. <laughs> nope. The uh, the animal in uh, Ecuadorian is known as a cuy. I was suspicious at first, but it was tasty," said Marlene Franco, a 78 year old retiree who had recently tried a scoop at a stall near the highway. Uh, the stall owner is named Maria del Carmen Pilpeana, and she said that uh, people sometimes are surprised to find that she serves guinea pig ice cream, but once they try it, they love it. She sells about 150 servings of guinea pig ice cream per week. That is a lie. That's it all is, in fact, true. What would it even taste like? Guinea pig? Uh, kind of like chicken, by the way. Ugh. Not a joke. Guinea pig apparently is chicken-like, which they say is all, you know, which as many animals are. By the way, she also is working on new flavors. She plans to sell pork ice cream and crab ice cream as well. I but don't so- even know what that is. 
So far, she is known for her guinea pig ice cream. Mm-hmm. Allie, this story is for you. This is Vail, Colorado. Mm-hmm. A bear broke into a woman's home. She saw it on her security cam footage and had the time of his life in there. Yeah. He, uh, well, first of all, he uh, opened up the freezer and ate an entire gallon of ice cream. Awesome. Does not say whether it was guinea pig ice cream or not, but I think it's unlikely mm-hmm. since, uh, since it was in Colorado. He uh, ate a box of flour. He drank pancake syrup. Mm-hmm. Oh. He d- downed a Costco-sized sack of chocolate bark. He also he's not being very healthy. He no. also should make better choices. Right? Apparently, bears just look for calories. This article mm. says that anything that has a lot of calories, they are attracted to. Just like me and, and beer mug. Uh, he also on they have this on camera. Opened a jar of peanut butter. And scooped all the peanut butter out and ate that. That bear gets it. And <laughs> this bear is your spirit animal. Yeah. And then, and you have to see this to believe it, he then walked over on his hind legs to the piano nope. and started oh, playing on the piano. What did he play? Wait, and hold started on. playing the piano. If there's what any song? recognizable sound, this is fake 100%. <laughs> Um, He's playing the entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I've watched the video. He was not great. Okay. He was not great. But he well, was. Step it up. He, he, <laughs> Take some lessons, damn it. And by the way, he came back a couple of hours later, and the woman now is excited to have a bear in the neighborhood, but also a little bit frightened. She has boarded up the window above her kitchen sink in which the bear came through. Wow. Uh, it, they, they urge you to not let the bear get into your house. They say that that is a bad thing that could end for her. <laughs> Imagine you look at, you walk in. She came in and she thought, oh my God, I've been robbed. And then she saw food just smeared everywhere. And she's like, well, this isn't a person doing this. This must be an animal. And she watched the video. And the Bear is playing the piano, you guys. That's awesome. It's like the country bear band. It's so cute. <laughs> oh, yes. And now what's he going to do about lessons? He's got to come back. Yeah. A couple of dog stories real quick to close out this edition of Animal Stories. A little uh, uh, fox terrier named Duchess walked out of her owner's house in Orlando, Florida, through the doggy door, and never returned. This was in February of 2007. Mm. The owner, Catherine Strang, made lost dog signs, did uh, all the things you do, went to the vets, went to the local animal shelters, doing everything she could, advertising to try to find Little Duchess. Well, she got a call last Friday. Again, dog disappeared in 2007. She got a call last Friday, 12 years after Duchess disappeared. A man had found the dog under his shed in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, almost 1,000 miles from Orlando, took the animal to the Humane Animal Rescue. They scanned the microchip and called her and said, we have your dog. Where has Duchess been for 12 years? Uh, Duchess wants nothing to do with her. Yeah, correct. This is, this is Duchess's worst nightmare. To Please, got away going back finally. to the bad lady. Right? Yeah, oh, don't 12, call her. It's been 12, 12 years. And a thousand miles. Yeah. Well, that's to start over. I got a new haircut and everything. I don't <laughs> want her to see me. <laughs> uh, Miss Stang, Duchess's owner, had always held out hope that Duchess might be found even after so many years. In fact, in Florida, you have to pay an annual fee to keep up the microchip. And even after she's been gone a year, five years, ten years, she still was paying for the chip. Just in case. Hmm. She forgot. Just, she forgot. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm sorry. I just think that is, that is unbelievable. I mean, and the, and the sad part is, I mean, it's a happy reunion and all that for the human. There's no way the dog remembers her owner after 12 years, right? I wouldn't think. Hmm. The sad thing is she gets Duchess back. And honestly, Duchess is 14 now. Yeah, she doesn't have much time. <laughs> I mean, this is good news, bad news for this lady. She gets she, the best part, right? When it dies, right? <laughs> right. Unbelievable. The best, the best oh, my God. Part. Oh. And she, she drove to Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh, by the way, to pick up her dog. A thousand miles each way to bring the dog home. And what does she have? Like two weeks with Duchess? <laughs> and can Duchess play the piano? No. no. That's nope. a great point, Kevin. <laughs> Screw Duchess. And this has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We've all been there. We're all uh, fans of sports. Mm-hmm. We all have our teams mm-hmm. every single year. Every team loses but one, and that one's the champion. And then you have to sit through the long offseason. And then there's a new season, and everybody's very excited about that. So I sat down with Tyler Toffoli of the L.A. Kings. He plays right wing and asked him about how it feels starting a new season. That's good. Obviously, with um, how things turned out for us last year, we're kind of looking forward to a fresh start. He didn't really, uh, you know, elaborate on what happened last year, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I think people I think knew what happened. Wasn't, it was not a great. And by the way, why are you bringing this right wing guy onto the show, man? I thought you were trying to stay right away from politics. Right wing is a position. It's a position. Left wing, I see. Right wing it's just a position. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's a question about something that I've always wondered. Tell me about back-to-back games because it just feels to me like hockey's the wrong sport to have back-to-back games. It just seems brutal. You're playing Saturday and Sunday. You do it a lot. It's different. It's one of those things where it, sometimes you feel really good in the on the second game, uh, and then other times you don't feel very good, and you just kind of grind through it and, and do the best you can. So, if you're, I feel like if you're mentally prepared and, and ready to go, it, it definitely helps and goes uh, goes a long way. Does anybody strike that way? Like, why, hockey games back-to-back? Yeah. Mm. Seems rough. I know baseball does it all the time, but that's mostly the pitcher. Well, baseball plays yeah. 11 games yeah. in a row they for the most part. runs, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's but no they, sport involved, so right, you got they, that yeah. going. Sometimes they barely move. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to them about the offseason. What do you do physically in the offseason? Uh, well, personally for me, I stay out here. I, I do a lot of training uh, in the facility as well. So, Is it your choice? It's, yeah, it is my choice. Uh, yeah. I was talking to Luke Robitaille, and he said in his day, they didn't have any direction. They didn't have – the coaches would just say, peace out, see you in September at the end of the season. And he would, like, wouldn't train, wouldn't get in shape. Like, it was a different time then. Definitely. I, I think they also had beers uh, <laughs> all the time, and some of them were smoking cigarettes in the locker room. It's, it's some, of the the rumors, some of the rumors that I heard. <laughs> Not saying it was Luke, because I don't think it was him, but uh, just some of the rumors from some of the other guys throughout that, uh, that time. That would be great if the player's on the ice smoking. No, it oh, wouldn't yes. be great. I don't, don't think so. the, what? I don't, I don't think the, the best thing ever. It, it would not improve you the go, game. What is that guy doing? He's having a cigarette <laughs> on the ice. I, I so admire <laughs> the discipline of athletes who are able to treat the offseason like during the season. Yeah, it's you know what I mean? because, training, yeah. Yeah, because there are guys who don't. Well, isn't Tom Brady one of them, Allie? Like he is literally the day after they win oh, a yeah. Super Bowl. He's up at 6 a.m. training. He's like, keep that grape away from me. I'm not <laughs> right. eating that awful fruit. <laughs> He's I just, insane. I don't know how, especially after a long taxing season of sport, I don't know how you don't just lay down for like a month and do nothing. Well, the new like hot trend in football also, but basketball all the time, is that they go out and train right after the game now. What? Oh, man. Yeah, so it's like a huge thing. Like uh, a lot of, um, of my favorite sports Instagrams show video. Like this is him at ten thirty at night after the game, and he stays for like two hours. Is that supposed to be better? I don't. I, I huh, think it's must crazier. Be. It must be yeah, better. It's crazier. Yeah. I know I LeBron like used to do that. Yeah, LeBron does it, and Kobe <laughs> yeah. did it. Yeah. And, uh, but now it's like kind of like a, almost a meme of sorts to be like, now here he is at ten thirty, stayed for two oh, more hours. Gosh, they do not like their homes. No. All right. So last season didn't go really well. So brought in a new coach named Todd McClellan. That's been good. I think ever since he was hired, he he opened up and uh, tried to reach out to everybody he could, especially us. 
Um, he was out here a bunch in the summer, so we got to see him. Do you remember the first team meeting with him? Is he a, hey, everybody, this is going to be a great season? Because he doesn't strike me that way. He strikes me as a, listen, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's uh, a listen, you know motherfucker guy. He definitely is, but it's one of those things where he's been around um, enough and he has enough respect with our room for sure that we've been trying really hard to not get on that motherfucker side so <laughs> of course um I, I mean it's been it's been good he's he's really been really open and and up for any ideas have you guys seen him silver fox super scary though i mean if i'd be afraid to talk to you're him. into that <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't mind him giving you some orders is what you're saying Listen, Allie. you tell me to you know guard the crease <laughs> what i don't I'm not with this. How's your uh, how's your five hole feeling? I'm feeling great. <laughs> I'm not happy with the way this conversation's going. Um, you you grow up if you're a hockey player, you always dream about the Stanley Cup. Sure. He won it so early in his career. Maybe. When you won the cup, you were a baby. You were what twenty twenty two one twenty one. Yeah. That had to be surreal. To I'm sure you dreamed about that your whole life. Now you're twenty one. You and you did it. You know what? It's one of those things. That has to be where... crazy. It definitely feels like a long time ago. Yeah, it does for the fans, too. Yeah, yeah. Having said that, I know there are other teams that have waited much longer. Exactly. So uh, for me personally, to be able to come in my first full NHL season and, and be able to win, it's it was crazy. That must just be like, okay, I won the Cup now already. Yeah, and you, the rest of your career is a disappointment. Yeah, you basically said you peaked early, bud. I didn't say it. I don't, <laughs> oh. didn't mean it that way, but it did happen. Like, it was his first year with the Kings and he won the Cup. Yeah. Full year with the Kings. Crazy. Uh, the crowd at the game. I asked uh, Drew Doughty this question. How much do you notice, those of us that are in the crowd, when we're cheering, uh, when we're chanting the other goalie's name, when you know, whatever it happens to be, do you notice the crowd? Do you hear that? Definitely, and it definitely helps us. Um, if we feel it and we feel the momentum you know, going our way and the fans get on board too, it definitely goes a long way for us. All right, two more questions about Halloween. Oh, good. And in this particular one, we talk about Halloween candy. Okay. And rightfully so. Tell me about um, Halloween for you. I'll, I'll be uh, dishing out some candy to the kids. All right. Full-size full candy, right? And no candy no, corn. on the spot, yeah. I'm saying you have to do that. <laughs> oh, and no candy, candy corn. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that. trash. Yeah, it is. Right? <gasps> right? Oh. oh. I used to right like side. him. Candy corn Disgusting. is trash. Go Ducks. He's my hero. Go you go ducks. straight to hell, both of you. And then I asked him if I could have his jersey and helmet for a Halloween costume. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a Halloween costume myself. We have a, a, a Halloween party. I guess I'm not supposed to say that. Yet. Or not. You know, we don't know yet. Don't know. Uh, we have a Halloween party. Can I see your teeth just real quick? Oh, I got it. Yeah. Oh, no, I that's good. It. That's fine. I was going to go with Drew Dowdy. I'm like, I'm not pulling teeth. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Cliffy, uh, there's a few guys you can go. <laughs> so before I leave, can I get a number 73 jersey and maybe a helmet? I mean, you got to talk to my trainers. Huh? <laughs> okay, so no. I, I don't care. <laughs> that answer is no. You that need to know out. when you're giving it a no. Yeah. That worked out. A nice worked man. Out. Nice guy. Mm -hmm. Tyler Tafoli. Kings uh, play the uh, Carolina Hurricanes tonight. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U. First of all, Christine is complaining that this was meant to be an off-air comment. I mean, it but, was an off-air conversation. That's true. But mm -hmm. I'm sorry. This is fair game. This is fair game, Christine. You can't drop a bomb like this on us and expect us to just ignore it and go on as if you're a normal human. Well, this was in the office, and what I thought was, 
a conversation between friends. Well, that sounds like you misunderstood. I obviously <laughs> misunderstood. Someone forgot she was at work. At that point, it was. Mm-hmm. Right. But when I said I had the same thing you have and then everybody else started freaking out, I was like, okay, well, maybe we need to do this as a topic. So I don't think it's weird. We're talking okay. about personal hype songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personal hype songs. Yeah. So you're going to event, you're going to something, you're going out to party, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have that song that you go to that is your personal hype. Song. And what was yeah. the thing that you were getting hyped up for that you were talking about that you had? There's to... no need. We don't. No, need no. To let's say ask. That. No, let's no, no, ask. No, no. I think I mean, that's important. I think it's important. Yeah. yeah. What kind of thing do you need yeah. to get hyped like, what for? What thing do you need? I mean, so you... Like, what, what do you need to get the mood for? You have for? an MMA fight or something, yeah. Christine? <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I'm being shamed right now, mm-hmm. but in reality, I am very proud that when I was younger, both as a junior high school student and as a high school student mm-hmm. I was a mathlete uh, uh, did you say mathlete I mean yeah I was part of the math and computer club yes mm. <laughs> oh, no hold on so at what point what at what other point in your life did you need a hype song because not that clearly right <laughs> no it was for that it was pretty much okay. yeah. so like before competitions yes we had weekly math competitions right <laughs> <laughs> what was oh, like, you would always listen to this song to sort of get yourself Well there are yourself... two songs. There was one when I was a little girl. Oh, can I okay. guess? Uh, okay. For mathlete competition? This okay. is the first thing that came to mind that may be related. Would it be cherry pie? Mm. Oh, 3.14. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking. Yeah, that's cute. cute. I'll file, accept file, that. File, yeah. But that wasn't it. Okay. Okay, so I was it I want your sex? <laughs> yes, that was it. <laughs> what was your hype song? So when I was a little girl, I grew up in a family of a lot of older boys, and they, you know, I watched a lot of Rocky and Rambo. Oh. Mm-hmm. So um, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. See Christine like banging her head, getting ready for a math leap. She's like competition. She's like two plus two is four. Four plus four is eight. Sweating. That's really that's really more Rocky than it is Rambo. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, Stallone. I really love Stallone. Was a little girl, I thought Stallone was awesome, mm-hmm. and he was a badass. When you were a little girl, he was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, when I went to high school, um, I became very seriously involved in the math and computer club. So now it had stakes because you needed. I came from. A family no money so it's like i had to get a scholarship to go to college mm-hmm. uh-huh. so this was like my nba championship when you had to take like the sat or something okay. right and i went into it full blown like going to battle okay and so you played know your enemy rage against the machine can you imagine her I'm going so, to take my SATs. Yes. Need it. So Need aggressive it. for math. So <laughs> you would hear that and it would make you better at long division. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, I got ready for battle. Like, yeah. I think, like, I mean, like the safety dance or something. Like, I'm trying to think of something a little more like, meh, 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 like more calculator based. <laughs> so, I, so I say to Christine, I have personal hype songs too and she's like what do you one? need a hype yes! song for you Kevin? are so yes! done what do you need a hype song you for? gotta get up for stuff man mm. you know what you. i'm saying yep. thank you ali yep <laughs> this what is okay at least christine is getting up for a math competition what are you getting up for seriously this is hey it's friday and the party is starting now on my way into work okay every friday oh okay straight foot in town for california yeah Automatically put you in a good mood. I don't hate it. I mean, it is 
It is your favorite song of all time. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that I listen to on the way in. Okay. And then I also have one that everybody will know why, and it's when I'm going to a Kings game. They put the video up and everything before in the 2012 series when they won the cup, yeah. and um, fantastic. And one Love out of four it. game nights that works out for you. <laughs> Wow. Uh, first of all, we're two and wow. three, and second of all, <laughs> shut your trap. Yeah. And, this is, and you guys think that if you didn't do it before the math contest, you would have lost your competition. And you think that if you don't do no. it before you watch a Kings game, no, they're going to lose? No, it's not like a superstition. No, I don't think it's a superstition. I just think it's like, I like... Gets me pumped up, yeah, I like, you know? Honestly, I, I was trying to help you guys. I think it should be more of a tradition instead of saying you need to listen to a song to feel to. hyper. Yeah. You don't need to. You just got to get ready, you know? Yeah. Got to right get yourself in the right, right, yeah. right state it, of mind. Yeah. 1-800-520-1067. If you have a personal hype song and you're not afraid to admit it, yes, Allie? I have one. <gasps> really? Yes! Yeah. What kind of art wrestling competition one. are you going to? I have one for different nights. Like if I'm going out like girls' night, that's gonna be anything from the My Life album by Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Anything. Okay. Um then if you're just like, oh, I need I need to get ready, like start doing my hair, doing that. George Michael's Freedom. Okay. Good lord, does that get me going. But the song that I always play as I'm getting ready to walk out the door. Childish Gambino's sweatpants. I'm winning, yeah, yeah, I'm winning. I'm winning, yeah, yeah, I'm winning. I'm winning, yeah, yeah, I'm winning. Rich kid asshole, paint me as a villain. Don't be mad because I'm doing me better. so dorky. Don't be mad because I'm doing me better than you doing you. This is to you, Jackson. No, this is, I imagine all of you guys looking in the mirror, just staring. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go out tonight and I'm going to be cool. I'm going to put myself above Allie just a little bit and that my song doesn't say I'm winning. (laughs) Um, Seems a little late. Rich kid asshole, paint me as a villain. Right? Good with that. Right. Yeah. Don't be mad because I'm doing me better than you doing you. I'm winning. Winning. I'm what? winning. I'm winning like six times at the beginning. So that gets so you, good, Allie. So that good. Gets you Thank you, Christine. To walk out to your car and drive to a restaurant? Oh God, no! I'm you drinking. That so I'm taking a cab. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. Uh, first, weighing in on the three two three, texting the Kevin and Bean Show. Welcome to the jungle and let's go crazy. Are my hype songs? Love song. it. Right? Yeah. Love it. I, all right. If good. you're gonna text us, if we don't get the opportunity to talk to you on the phone at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven, tell us what it is you're yeah. getting hyped up for. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Like, why does the three two three person need welcome to the jungle? I mean, is he is he in the army? I mean, what's happening here, dude? He might be going for brunch. Let him live. How hyped do you need to be to order? Maybe eggs? he's going. Oh, very. Maybe hyped. he's going to a jungle to have brunch. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's you know? like it fits in that way. <laughs> right. He wants to be welcomed. <laughs> All right, let's try. Uh, I don't. I don't know the. Let's try Dan Pico Rivera up first line one on K Rock, and then we'll take a break and come back with more. Hey, Dan. Good morning. Good, Good morning. That's Flash Friday. <laughs> what's your right, personal what's hype show, song? All right. So there's a Norwegian death metal band called Children of Bodom. Okay. And, I'm uh, with you. And it's a song called In Your Face. Now, you might think, what am I pumping up for? But sometimes i got to get pumped up to teach. I'm a teacher. Oh, my so. God. You're you teacher. are walking into the classroom with so much rage. Yeah. What do you teach, Dan? What is your subject? Hand-to-hand uh, combat? U.S. history. U.S. history. <laughs> I mean, it gets it gets really tough out there. Dude, I do 
not want to be yes, your student? I no. do. I love I, no, that. No, no. So I, 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 you, you hear that, and then you're, you. and then you're all you're all pumped to talk about the Constitutional Convention. Yeah. And then someone gets it wrong, and he's like, "Go home! I don't need you here." He just shoots them. <laughs> all right, Children of Bodom, you guys. It's a new wow. hype song for us. I love right, it. Thank you, Teacher Dan. Keep doing what you're doing. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. What's your personal hype song, and what do you use it for? We'll take your calls next on K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Talking about hype songs. You need it to get pumped up for whatever event you're going into. I mean, even if it's just driving for brunch, according to Allie. Um, Lister Miguel from the 310 writes in. He's from Norwalk. My hype song is the Imperial March from Star Wars. What? I listen to it to make me feel like I can own any room. Can you see it? No. Yes. No. This yes. is the dorkiest thing, and that's coming from me. <laughs> and you are the king I of dorks. It. Yeah. We are taking your calls at one 800 I'm not sure why you need a hype song, but apparently you do. So we want to find out what it is and what you're using it for. So why don't we start with Jenny Woodland Hills. How about her on line five, please? All right, Jenny, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hi, Allie. Hey, Jenny. How are you guys doing? We are good, so, thank you. Actually, Good. My whole family, we all have walkout songs. Um, but I, oh, you I play for the Dodgers, do you? I like that she's changed it to walkout songs oh, now. I like it. I, I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but I'm training to be an MMA fighter. It's not going well. No. The training has not started. But at least I have my hype song. And your hype song is what? Um, my personal hype song is Touch the Sky by Kanye West. Oh, that's a good um, choice. Thank you. I'm walking down the aisle to it to my wedding in a week. So okay. That's oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but I called in because my dogs actually have hype-up songs that we play for them when we take them on walks. What is happening, and how did you get someone to agree to me? <laughs> these are your okay. people, guys. So, these are my people, yes. Yeah. Um, so I have a dog. She's a little rat carrier, and she's a little hunter. So we put on ACDC's Thunderstruck whenever she's going for a walk in the neighborhood and looking like she's about to why does your dog need a hype song? Your dog is already excited about going for a walk with her human. Her dog loves ACDC. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I didn't yes, realize that. Why, why would my dog not love to walk out to ACDC? Okay. Plus she has lots of spoils, now she's coming. Uh, is are you super super hot or super super rich? Which one? Uh, I wish I was the latter, but I'll just go with the former. Okay, because nice. right, there's a reason someone's marrying you, and I couldn't figure out what it was. It's because I'm great at picking up out hype songs for people. All right, right, Jenny. Right, 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 right. You keep doing what you're doing. Congratulations on the upcoming wedding. We appreciate you listening. Let's go to Jose, please. Line six. He's in L.A. He joins us next. Hey, Jose. Hey, good morning, guys. What's Pers- your hype song? Personal hype song. I have two. Uh, my normal day-to-day hype song is uh, Days of the Phoenix by AFI. Mm-hmm. All right. My like, all-time hype song, I used to listen to it before games. It used to just get me so jacked. as uh, Bombs Over Baghdad by probably listened to this song a thousand oh, yeah. times in your life. Do you feel like it helped you get jacked? No, I was never. I've actually never been jacked, which is a bummer for me. Uh, Maybe because you don't have a hype song. Well, Bombs Over Baghdad is arguably, to me, the best Outcast song. It's a great song. But I don't need it to go to brunch. I don't need it to go punch someone in the face. I what can, if you're like going to play, like, say, chess? No, I could do this in silence, guys. <laughs> do this in silence. Thank you for the call, Jose. We appreciate it so much. Let's go to Arcadia. Line two, please. Let's say hi to Mendo. 
Uh, Mendo? Good morning. Hey, what's up, man? Man, my personal hype song has to be uh, Bro Him by Pennywise. That's all you get of that one. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need right there. Mm-hmm. And you use that how? He's a left winger oh, for man. the Ducks. Yeah. 20 years ago, you know, playing high school and baseball in high school, that, that was what you listened to. Before, before playing before baseball? Battle. Hmm. Yeah. So to wake yourself up. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I do also have a song that I listen to when I just need to stand around for three hours and play baseball. <laughs> Standing. Thank you, Mando. Appreciate it. By the way, uh, no one has asked me about my hype song, and I'm very disappointed because I'm a guy, clearly. I assume you didn't have one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, no. I thought you were too jacked, so I didn't think you needed a song. It would be too much jack. I am pretty jacked, and mm-hmm. I gave this a lot of thought yesterday, and I know you think that I would try to turn this into some sort of a joke, just some sort of a ha-ha, but that is not the case. I very seriously considered my hype song because, I, you know, like everybody, I love, I have a good relationship with music. I love to play it in certain circumstances. And I first I thought Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. I thought that's a song that gets you pumped up. I thought Stronger by Kanye would be another one that I love. That, And then I finally settled on it. This is the one that really sums up Bean being hyped up more than any other. <laughs> yep. That's not it. That's you not the... It. Nope. Yep. I can see how it's hyped up. No, I'm talking about... I should like, give Kevin the control to play the song and not you. I'm talking about when I've, when I've got serious work to put in and oh. I need to be at my absolute best physically... And mentally, here's the song I play. In the <laughs> I mean, I just start crying and see dogs. Talk about getting pumped up, man. I am unstoppable when I've got this Sarah McLaughlin song going before I walk out the door. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Brianna, please. West Covina Line 4, up next to the Kevin Bean Show, talking personal hype songs. Kevin has one. Christine has one. Allie has a menu of them, depending on where she's headed. Brianna, what's yours? Uh, mine is Do You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart. I do that before I go to church. <laughs> so, so in what circumstances do you use that, Brianna? Um, I use it like when I'm going out and I kind of don't want to go out. It like puts me in a good mood and it makes me happy because it's such a silly song. It makes me dance. Okay, <laughs> all right. I don't hate that. All right. Hey, anything that makes you feel sexy, I- I'm down with. Well done. Thank you for the call. Appreciate yeah. that. Let's go to line seven. Joseph Lamarada up next on K Rock. Hey, Joseph. How's it? How's it going, everybody? It's so going. my uh, hype song for high school before wrestling meets was Heretic Anthem by Slipknot. Uh, uh, See that? That is very similar to my hype song, first of all. <laughs> Joseph is who I was scared of in high school. It is clear. <laughs> and by the way, I'd like to also give Joseph some props because he's actually going out and yeah. doing something that might require some adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm wrestling with dudes, too. That's why I have a hype song. Right, you Joseph? Want, you want to make sure you end up on top, Allie? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, that's a great choice. Thank you very much. Who's uh, who's next here? Where do we want to go next? Oh, boy, that's a tough... That's... One. One, okay. Line one it is. Let's go. Muggs just says something, and we just go, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. I'll follow Muggs. <laughs> Jared, it's San Gabriel. Hi. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, thank you. Hype, hype us up. Uh, Jambi by Tool. 
this and is you, a, uh, and you use that before what? Uh, anything that is testosterone driven. Oh, I wish I had something I did that was testosterone driven. <laughs> not, not, uh, not, not, not sex. Not sex, right? Okay. Not okay. sex. Mainly uh, exercise. Ah, so working out. Use for working, working out. out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you listen to that before sex, I would be terrified for your partner. You might kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, though. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast terry bradshaw is one of the most uh, beloved and decorated athletes of all time a four-time super bowl champion is he also crazy uh, in the best way he is a nutter yeah. in the best way yeah he bonkos national treasure but Nutter Butter. For sure. Oh, I'd okay. spend an entire night drinking with him, though. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guys, I think we got to go to Vegas. I think we got to go see his Luxor show. I'm in. I, I mean, mean, it's yeah. a storytelling show, and he goes off script a lot. That's and all, sings. That's all I need to <laughs> and know. Sings. Did you, sings. Did you guys know that I was set up on a date with Terry Bradshaw? What? what? Uh, yeah. Please hold. Can we have that conversation with Mr. Bradshaw? Did you go? minutes? Um, I did go. It was <gasps> it was a set, but it was set up for the radio for oh, oh. the radio show I worked on, Extra Sports 1150, and then he was going to be doing uh, the show after I believe Jim Rome or something on the uh-huh. same station. But it used to make me laugh because he would read ads and talk about the brand new Escalade that they gave him, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kidding? an Escalade. Nope. Oh. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So I went on a date with Terry Bradshaw. No, a lot of people that? could say that. No, no, there was uh, there was no second date, but that doesn't mean he didn't hit it. You're right. right. Good point. <laughs> you didn't answer the question. Yeah, I did yeah. not. Uh, no, he did not, and no, there was no second date. Oh, well, you still got a chance because Terry Bradshaw so. himself joins us on the Kevin Bean Show. We could hook him up next. Ten minutes, and if you remember last time Mr. Bradshaw was on, it was one of the great Kevin Bean uh, moments of all time. <laughs> Thanks to Terry. So that's coming up first. Allie, what's happening? <sighs> Kevin. Yes. Jennifer Aniston is now on Instagram. Yeah! Before, if it was Courtney Cox hanging out with Jennifer Aniston, she had to just hashtag Jennifer Aniston. But Kevin, she's now on there. Yeah. So what did she post, Kevin? Picture her in the cast of Friends. I'm sorry, what? Picture her in the cast of Friends. But not the whole cast of Friends. There's no way they all reunited for just a picture, right? I gotta be honest, I didn't even notice. 
I was so disgusted. It's all of them. It's all of them. It's all of them, which makes this huge, huge news, you guys. Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Koch, David Schwimmer, Lisa Kudrow, Matthew Perry, and Matt LeBlanc. Are they having a reunion? Well, they certainly did for the picture, you guys. I'm screaming. (gasps) Is this... Forgive me for not knowing this. How frequently do all of them not, get together? I not, wouldn't think often not. at all. I don't think it's. I don't think they've posted a photo like this of them all now. No, which not begs even at the somebody's question. Wedding or something? No. Or? Begs the question, Kevin. Is this going to be your friend's reunion? I don't understand how anyone's excited about that. Why do you sound so sad? <laughs> just, you know what? The weird thing is that that's been brought up somehow and has gotten to me. Every day since that show was on. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop it. People really want a, uh, a reunion. I don't know if you've noticed this. It's like recently become online. Like you can only like Friends or Seinfeld. There yeah. is no the, crossover. Yeah. You have to pick one. Two most popular shows in the world, apparently. And streaming has only helped it. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Does uh, Jennifer Aniston seem... Um, like she didn't want to be on Instagram, but she kind of had to because she has to promote this new yeah. Apple TV show, do yeah. you think? Yeah, she's promoting this new show. She's a pretty it's private person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now she's on Instagram and she wrote, and now we're Instagram friends too, mm. as she showed I, the picture. I like it. That's not bad. Yeah. I would like to Does this it. mean there's going to be a reunion? <laughs> cool, why not? I, <laughs> Kawhi, not indeed, Mr. Kilborn. Um, you guys, I'm in LA I... because of this. I'm in LA because I want to be on Instagram. Okay. Oh, Mission wow. Accomplished. Yeah. Sorry, Jen. That sounds rough. <laughs> I feel like this is so relatable on so many levels to people that are, are getting a little, little older. It's not so much of a get off my lawn. But, it, it's, but these uh, people are working toward that? Very much so. Okay. And it, this story just says to me, Hugh Grant will not be seeing movies with Kevin. <laughs> oh. Because he... You got fooled by the popcorn trick one too many times? <laughs> <laughs> That's not butter. Still works. <laughs> he went to see the movie Joker, and uh, the volume of the movie... Just was too much for him. Oh. He couldn't enjoy the movie. He tweeted, Am I old or is the cinema, all caps, much too loud? <laughs> he then called the experience unendurable and pointless. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Joker, right? Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. yes. Joker. Yes. He's talking I, about the movie experience. Yes, yes. I, but I remember very specifically, hey, this is loud. I love it. I wish they'd turn it up just a little bit more. Really? Ah, couldn't love it more. It killed Hugh Grant. <laughs> it was noticeably killer. louder than the trailers and everything else. Well, I don't, oh. I don't think Four Weddings and a Funeral was very loud no. or any of his no. movies. So. By the way, unendurable and, and pointless. pointless. This is amazing. It's going to be the slogan for this show. Yeah, you can take it on. Made it better for me. That's all I'm saying. Some uh, sympathize with Grant saying, cinemas are way too loud for me nowadays. And then one guy wrote, I just want a good movie. <laughs> what is that Why are you was? reading that guy? That was Kevin. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. He went out of his way to say the movie was just too loud. It was too much for him. I love it. I noticed oh, that it was gosh. louder. Mm-hmm. Loud well, that must, have, that must have been a conscious choice by the by the filmmaker. He must have requested that. I would if it happened yeah. in your cinema yeah, yeah. as well as in his. If Kevin I thought want it was a loud. good movie. There he is. There's that guy. guy. There's, There's that his guy. tweet right there. 
Oh, it just it brought me joy. I loved you guys. it. it needs I, I to be a little say, louder. I will say it is. It's difficult to find a volume that is going to make every single person happy. Mm-hmm. But it is very frustrating to be in a theater where it's not loud enough. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. where the ambience of the room makes you kind of maybe even miss some dialogue or make it hard to hear. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No, I no. can hear like you a want guy to, sniffle in the back. Yeah, you want to be immersed in the in the sound. Yeah. Yes, and no one wants it to be unendurable. <laughs> Pointless. <laughs> oh, Ukraine is now my favorite. Hey, if you guys need a new name for the show when yeah. I leave, I mm-hmm. just want to throw it out there. That, that sounds it. pretty good. I like it. This is him. Okay, loud, loud. Walked right out. <laughs> he missed three hours of a movie. Oh, some <laughs> birthdays for you. Tito Jackson. <laughs> nope. That's a hell of a callback, though. Yeah. Had to listen to yesterday. You don't, right. you don't get that if you don't listen so, to yesterday's show. You miss Q. a lot, I heard. Oh, that's right. Uh, T- oh, Tito Jackson, yeah. Uh-huh. the emotion, too much for Tito. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Emeril Lagasse and possibly, I mean, this is a hype song, right? Anyone? Absolutely. Like if you're going horseback riding? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that was like... Yeah. Did you say you were sitting at like a restaurant with your daughter and this song came yes. on and you just felt so creepy? It was so weird. I was like, can we change this song? You shouldn't have taken off your shirt then. You start in the chair. In retrospect, that was a bad move. Yeah. That is sexy. That's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean. Rock. Are we are we tingly, you guys? Yes. Are we tingly? Last time we had the great Terry Bradshaw on the phone was one of the most fun conversations we've ever had. He's on hold right now, but before we get to him now, let's find out what last time was like. Billions of crickets. That's not good. So many crickets. Then what follows up crickets? Frogs. Okay. And the frogs eat the crickets. Right. And uh, what follows frogs? Crickets. And I get a I get a blower. And I go out and I blow them all into the pool. Okay. <laughs> them into the pool. So we buy this beautiful home in Hawaii. We're just so in love with it. We had grandkids over there. We were just perfectly happy. And then all of a sudden, mice. I had one inside my stove burner. So I said, okay, you little, you know what? I'm fixing to run you out. I slipped over and turned on the gas. And, and the flame goes poof. And the little mouse goes <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Oh. Terry Bradshaw. Is right, Terry? Great intro. intro. Great intro. Thank well, you. intro. Very good. Great, uh, great man. That. Great man on the phone. Are you kidding me? We're so excited to have you back on. Terry, of course, is a pro football Hall of Famer and the co-host of the Fox NFL Sunday for the past quarter century. And uh, we're going to get to your Lexor show in a minute. But first, Terry. Have you been fighting off any plagues or anything since the last time we talked to you? No, no plagues. Um, none. None. I haven't been home for one thing. So okay. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing, well, we had a little locust issue. Uh, but uh, when you get some rain, not not as bad as we normally have because we had a lot of rain. Rain put uh, locusts get water on uh, their bodies, and their bodies turn to rust, and it kills them. So, oh, no. Uh, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I know so, that, so we got some rain, and so that killed 95% of the little rats. I hate them. I know you do. You just sit outside and smile while they, while they, while they, they die with the rain. rain. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got to wear goggles and a mouth guard when you drive in an open uh, 
Polaris or what have I what have I got? A Kawasaki? I got a Kawasaki. Polaris has <laughs> terrible gears, and so I went to a Kawasaki. Yeah, you're it's going true. down the road up to the show barn and just getting splattered by these things. And I mean, some of them weigh half a pound. I mean, they're huge. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> I love it. I love to take them out. I like to go as fast as I can and kill as many as I can. Wait, a locust weighs half a pound, and that can just hit you right in the head. Hey, this is Oklahoma. Okay. Right. Everything is uh, okay. huge here. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who's that? Is that? Is that? Who's that? Allie? That's yes. Allie. Yeah. Yes. Hey, good morning, Allie. Good morning, Terry. Hey, I don't appreciate being held on, having put on hold here, because you wouldn't do that to Brad Pitt. So why are you doing it to me? <laughs> Terry, we, were just, we had to wait till the song ended before we could come. There was no well, offense. That's a terrible song. What kind of music you playing on that show? <laughs> great question, Terry. It's a great question. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make it up. that song. Yeah, it was the Smashing Pumpkins, I think, is what we were listening to. I yeah, apologize. Well, yeah. Hey, okay. Terry, before we, before we talk about Luxor, I want to ask you this question. I didn't get to it last time. When you were growing mm. up, when you were growing up as a little kid in Shreveport, Louisiana, did you, right. did you did you eat like uh, like alligators and nutrias and stuff like that? Were you one of those guys? Well, that was just on holidays. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was the dress up meal. <laughs> That's right. That, that was on the fancy china. <laughs> that was just holiday food right there. Okay. I did. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a daily daily uh, part of our menu, our diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did eat. Uh, po- not possum, but I did eat raccoon. Raccoon, um, all right. As a little boy, I never ate possum. I tell everybody I did because they expect me to have eaten it, so I sure. tell them, yeah, yeah. had a lot of it. Did you catch your but, own uh, raccoons? Did have raccoon, and I ate uh, squirrel, believe it. I mean, squirrel. I wouldn't eat a squirrel now. Well, I would if I had to, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, squirrel, a lot of squirrels. Matter of fact, my brother and I used to fight over the squirrel heads. What? Well, is what? that the, is yeah. that the tastiest Tasty part? Of what? Well, you crack their head open and oh. eat their brains. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know. Gross. I mean, totally gross. But it was. I mean, but tasty. Maybe it's like caviar. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate caviar, but I can't believe we used to do that. But I remember Gary and I just there'd be one head left on the plate, and I mean, we'd be. Just grabbing at it. Oh, yeah. we've, we've all been there. We've all been there fighting yeah, over that no, last squirrel head. Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> I actually almost got arrested. I, where was I staying in New York? Sit right outside of Central Park. Uh-huh. You almost got arrested. They must have a million squirrels. And so I got a, I went and bought a BB gun and went over there and I got about 15. Oh, Terry. 15. You can't go into Central Park <laughs> no. and BB gun the squirrels. <laughs> well, was a real although, if they, you need a partner, I'm in. In 10 minutes, I had my limit. <laughs> That's all you could catch. <laughs> That's all he could take back. He didn't have enough back. <laughs> Terry, do you... I remember last time you explained your show at the Luxor, which is comedy, right. and it's it's stories, and it's singing, and you're coming back... Well, my for, singing's comedy, so... I mean, well, I understand that, yes. you got two more shows... No, you com- don't under... Hey, hey, I set myself up for a compliment, not for you to go along with me. Oh, oh, oh right. Oh, your singing, yeah. is, your singing is good. It's good. really good. We, no, you, we hear... No, you're supposed to say, 
oh, we hear your singing is <laughs> off the charts. Obviously, that's not the route you chose. So. I see. Okay. Yes. But it is. That's our it's bad. It's a fun show. It's a fun show. It's a fun um, show. It's October 22nd and 29th at 8 p.m. Two more chances to see the great Terry Bradshaw show at the Luxor in Las Vegas. Tickets are available on right. sale right now. And do you incorporate some of these great stories, like your animal stories, into the show? I, is that part of it? I do. <laughs> the show is built around a story. And um, it has my grandparents in it. It has my mom and dad in it. It's, Does it have squirrels in it? Has my in it? career in it. And the and the songs. Um, I open the show up with Boot Scoot and Boogie, and then uh, go right into uh, uh, a song about my grandparents. And then I stop and well, I actually come out and talk real quick, and then I go into the singing. But the songs set up the story of my life. Uh huh. And uh, as I do the show, I add, you know, I, I change out stuff that I say. Because, like, uh, this coming Tuesday, one story I tell, and none of them are extremely long. Probably the longest story is going to be two minutes. Uh, but I had it not go over well in the last crowd. So I just take it out and put another one in. See how it goes with the next crowd. And if it goes bad with them, then I won't use it again. Well, so, put in the squirrel head it's, story. It's just a fun. I was on the phone this morning with Ben Isaacs of the Isaacs, and I'm doing an album, a gospel album. Uh-huh. And um, we were talking about the Vegas show. He's going to come out, actually, and uh, and listen to the show. There's some things. There's some music I want to put in. I can't just go out and do a singing show like I want. Uh, I would love to go out and do 90 minutes of singing, but nobody, nobody has a clue what they're coming for. I'd watch that. And so the, what? I'd watch that. I'd be there. Yeah. Well, well, good. There's plenty of seats for you to pick. (laughs) (laughs) You want up front, you want in the back, in the middle, doesn't matter. Anyway, but it's going to take, thank God for the Luxor and the fact that they're, they are behind me. They support me, you know, to put this show together. Uh, we're in a we're in a theater that seats about three forty, and we're getting about you know two ninety in there. Right. And that's, we're gonna we're gonna move some tickets good, right now. That's Tate. a good crowd. You that's know, a good, good crowd. crowd. Yeah, yeah. Great crowd. Until the, you know, whatever. Let me give the uh, let me give the information one more time. We're gonna fill this theater up for All you, right. Terry, because it sounds like an amazing okay. show. Next Tuesday oh. and then the Tuesday after, October twenty second and twenty ninth. Tickets are on sale now for the Terry Bradshaw show at the Luxor in Las Vegas. Kevin and I are already trying to figure out a way we can get to Las Vegas to see this. Available. Well, why don't I send my Gulfstream four SP over and pick you guys? I mean, if, I mean, if it's you insist. I mean, I mean, if you have to, we're, we're not gonna argue with a legend. Allie, that's for sure. Ali, you're more than welcome. If Jensen's there, Jensen, you can come. Uh, thank okay. you. Yeah. It's I'm a, in. Yeah, it's a, all of you can come. I just got to figure out where I'm going to get the plane. But <laughs> right. that's on you, bud. Terry, it's on you. You are you're an unbelievable man. We love you. We'll love see him. you in Las that's Vegas. It. Have that's a great. It. I got out of the, a jacuzzi for three minutes. I, well, it was longer than that. But <laughs> early jacuzzi, Terry. Go back to the jacuzzi. I mean, who you got? Who's your next guest? Tell we me. you don't know him. We have He's a, a, a young he, musician named Hobo Johnson. See there? Nobody's heard of Hobo John. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, get back into the jacuzzi. We'll talk to you next time, buddy. Love him. All right.
Don't right. be holding me up next time. You wouldn't hold up Brad Pitt. All okay. right. Take it easy. You're right, Terry. Right. You're right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> people think it's an impressionist. Like, people think we have someone coming on to pretend they're Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. That is Terry Bradshaw. you guys. The half-pound locust. What's happening? He's a hero. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. He's the best. Uh, How many good. people... Could explain the fact that he's squirrel heads and have us laugh. It was great. Yeah. Only him. He went into Central Park and shot squirrels. <laughs> yes. With people he's... around. I don't know whether he should be president or in prison. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the way, that's kind of one and the same. <laughs> right. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K Rock. Tell you the biggest mistake you could ever make is talk uh, about football with Terry Bradshaw. Why bother? Oh, why why you, ever why bring up football? Yeah, I don't know he why. He had I'd a do BB that. gun in Central Park. Yeah. Yes. And then he, in 15 minutes, he caught his limit. He's my hero. <laughs> and then he shared squirrel heads with his brother. Yes. <laughs> and he said it was like caviar. Yes. Yes! Uh, Green Day, you guys, is being kind enough to once again do a Kevin and Bean breakfast. It has been a number of years since the last time we did it. Boy, they've had a, quite a career since then, and they're going to be sharing it with us at the HD Radio Sound Space. Let me explain these breakfasts with again real quick, because it's huge band, tiny space. Not only do we ask questions, but you get to ask questions. So if you love Green Day, you've always wanted to talk to Green Day, this is your opportunity to yeah. do it and have it be on the radio. Do you know what the breakfast is this time? Uh, what the food? I don't think there's generally any kind of food at no, all. I'm I, not it, going then. I think we call it a breakfast because it's the morning event, but there's no actual food. Okay, but well, like we're liars. Bottomless mimosas? Anything? Uh, nothing. I'm sorry. Uh, avocado toast? Wow. Not even that. I'm sorry, hipsters. Mm. Uh, it's breakfast, it's uh, Kevin Bean's last breakfast with Green Day. We've got Green Day fans on the line. The, sh- the game this time is called Finish the Line. You want to win the tickets? You must know the lyrics. Come on now, it's easy. You can win for Sheezy. Finish the line, and you win this time. Okay, win the tickets. Finish the line, and you win this time. Just finish the line. Finish the line, and you win this time. Okay, here we go. Finish the line, and you win this time. All right, so we'll play part of a Green Day song for you. When they stop singing, you start singing. You finish the line. You go into the drawing to win the tickets for the breakfast with Green Day. Who's our first contestant, please? First up is Daniel in Los Angeles. Good morning, Daniel. Hello. How's it going, guys? Good. Thank you. You are a big Green Day fan, I hope? Yes. All right, then you will probably know as you sing along with this Green Day song what the next line is. Good luck. Take it to a wasteland I like to call my home. Welcome to Paris. I love it. I love it. That is how it is done. And I know, uh, Kevin, you'll agree with me when I say this. I would never win this game. Oh, agree. I could hum the next line 100% of the time. I am not that good with lyrics, but he is. So well done. He's in the drawing. All right. Let's go to Alex in Los Angeles. Morning, Alex. Morning, party people. Are you ready to finish the line? Uh, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Here you go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. Hey! It's unpredictable. Nice. Nicely Good done. Two for two, two Green Day fans. Yeah. Kind of a beautiful voice. All right. Karina in Mission Hills. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Are you ready? Can you finish the line? Here we go. Wake me up when September ends. 
stars. Shoot. And then it goes. Uh, First it says sorry, shoot. I'm trying to play. Mm, no, See, you're beating an eye. That's what, what yeah. happened to us. Yeah. Drenched in my pain again. Becoming who we are. Okay, not, not exactly the same as what Karina had, but nice effort. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, let's go to Juan in Orange. Good morning. Hey, what's up? Or is it Heimer? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what. Hey, Juan, have you ever had squirrel head? Uh, can't say I have. Uh, and okay. maybe if you phrase it differently. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen up. Here's your song. You finish the line. Mind is set on overdrive. The clock is laughing in my face. Crooked spine. My sense is dulled. That's the point of delirium. On oh, my own, here we go. Yeah. That's the point of delirium. By the way, that's how, done. that's how you uh, prepare uh, squirrel head is brain stew. That's what it's called. <laughs> wow. Well done. Wow. Melina in Long Beach. Good morning. Hey, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. Melina is a very pretty name. I don't think I've heard that name before. Did your mom make it up? Oh, thanks. Uh, no, it was actually my mom's friend in high school. Oh, all right. Very cool. Yeah, all right, well, she really we, liked it. We hope to see you at breakfast with Green Day. If you can get past this, here's your song. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps setting up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? Am I just a... Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done, Melina. Fantastic. I think we're out of time for contestants. But by the way, four out of five, no complaints. Not there bad. are a lot of very good Green Day fans. Daniel, Alex, Juan, and Melina are all in the running. Only one will join us at Kevin Amin's Last Breakfast, HD Radio Sound Space, this time with Green Day on Monday morning, October 28th. Allie, who's our winner, please? The winner is Juan. Juan. Yay! Congrats, Woo! Juan. We will see you there. Congratulations. Thanks to all the players. It has been Finish the Line. Finish the Line, and you win this time. It's Kevin and Pete. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Allie, you're up. What's happening? Being the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is what's happening. That is... uh... This time of year when the nominations were announced yeah. is very controversial. Yes, always is. Um, I well, tend... part of the problem is the definition of rock and roll. Correct. I think right. that is what sure. makes it hard sometimes to look at some of the nominees right. and go, do they deserve, they're great, but they deserve to be in this in this building. Do you think, looking back, they should have called it like the Musician Hall of Fame or the Music Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Musical mm-hmm. artists, like something that includes everybody. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well... The nominees for the 2020 induction yeah. are out. 
This is the 35th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you guys. Nine out of the 16 nominees are on the ballot for the first time. Okay. Wow, okay. Is there a limit to how many they accept? Uh, five, I believe. Okay. Five is how many are voted in. I don't yeah. know if there's a limit on how many are put on the nominating list. Yeah. But it is important for people who don't know to note that you have to have released your first record 25 years ago or more to be eligible. So Kevin jokes about somebody like Cardi B won't be eligible for a long time. And will never be in it. <laughs> um, here are the returning nominees. Depeche Mode, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk, MC5, Nine Inch Nails, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Todd Rundgren, and now the new. Before you move on, nominees. three three of those returning nominees should be in. Should have already been voted I have in. The as first far as is I Depeche Mode. I have Depeche Mode, yeah, absolutely yeah. Okay. Depeche Mode. I have two of them going in. I say absolutely Depeche Mode. I say absolutely Kraftwerk. Yep, yeah, those, those are my two as well. A hundred percent. Yep. And there was a third one you mentioned that I thought should have been in, too. MC5, Judas nope. Priest, Nine nope. Inch Nails. Yes, Nine, Nine Inch Nails. Nails. Yeah. I think Nine Inch Nails like... absolutely deserves. Those three, I think, deserve to be in. Not on mine. Yeah. I, okay. Same two as Alan. I have Depeche Mode, Kraftwerk. So does Fair Jackson. enough. Okay. Fair enough. The uh, new to the ballot for the first time, Dave Matthews Band. No. The Doobie Brothers. Hold on. Not so fast. Doobie Brothers? Absolutely. They're on my five to get in. What does that mean? They're well, let's your hear five the rest of them. In. Let's hear the rest of them. I'm, no, but, I'm, I picked five oh, you picked, that are okay. going to get in. Yeah. Okay, but remember, those five can't all get in in addition to your other two. Right, we only have three are, available openings. Yeah, I only have, have three openings I have five left. that are getting in. I already named two. This is my goddamn third. And I'm the one that's bad at math. And you're saying yes on the Doobie Brothers. Yes. I am not angry at the Doobie Brothers being okay. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm okay. waiting to hear the rest of my <laughs> options. Yeah. Motorhead. The Notorious B.I.G. Ooh, yes. Pat Benatar. Yeah, Notorious B.I.G., can I put down a yes for that? Not for me. Okay. Okay. And you love Biggie. I sure do. You killed Biggie. Uh, well, what? I mean, you I was there. What? The Wait, what? I was there the night he died. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. Yours was one of the last faces he saw before he got shot. I know. Bam Anderson. Uh, Pat Benatar. Oh, no. Soundgarden. T-Rex. Thin Lizzy. And Whitney Houston. Wow. Would you like to hear my top five? Uh, they're the only ones that count. Well, everyone's counts in You're- large amounts. <laughs> what? Uh, Whitney Houston. Absolutely. You're going in. Okay. Enjoy the me. Hall of Fame, Whitney. Not for me. Not in my lifetime. Thin Lizzy. Absolutely. Get in there. I love Thin Lizzy. They are neither new or original. They were a great band who followed in the footsteps of other great bands, but didn't really add much to the genre. Which doobie you be? The Doobie Brothers. They're going in just so Raj from What's Happening can be the one that gets them in. Wouldn't that be huge? And then Rerun comes back from the dead, and yeah, he's like, I'm sorry for, yeah. sorry for recording you. Anyone were, else watch What's Happening? They were on What's Happening, I think okay. is what Ali is yeah. uh, It has to be in. I was shocked they didn't make it last year. I mean, they are... The pioneers of electronic music, let alone inspired David Bowie to Depeche Mode. Yeah, and, and all of rap and R&B. Kraftwerk yeah. has to be in. I agree. Has 100%. to be in. 100%. And then rounding out the top five, Depeche Mode. Depeche Good night now. A lot of choices, a lot of tough choices to be made there. What about you guys? Who are uh, your five? My quick uh, Kraftwerk, Depeche Mode, Notorious Big, Whitney Houston, Soundgarden. Really? Yep. Those are my five. 
Soundgarden. Yes. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, hmm. much like with the uh, acting uh, award shows, I think there is, sadly, mm-hmm. an element of sympathy when you lose a great artist like Chris Cornell that kind of inclines people to go, wow, it would be nice to honor him in this way. And Hall of Fame kind of represents the end of your career a bit, too. And we, so you've are... got three dead people going I have in. three dead, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Bean, your five? Um, I don't have them uh, written down or up on a screen in front of me, so uh, um, but I think I've kind of already expressed my my views. I'm I'm curious to hear who Kevin likes in this batch. Uh, straight Creed for me. I mean, that's... Well, they Creed, Creed and only are, Creed? They are not, not on here. Well, then I'm out. I don't care okay. anymore. All right. I don't know how Depeche Mode is an RDM. That just doesn't make any uh, sense to me. I, th- I can tell you the answer to that, because there, there are... 15 nominees that they're choosing from, they yeah. can only pick five, so mm-hmm. they can't put every one. So start with Depeche Mode, and then you have to eliminate everyone. So you everyone. can't put everyone who's deserving in at the same time. Arguably, Depeche Mode might be the biggest given this year, I think, if you look at the list. Well, they, I know they, they were, were there last, year, last year, too. But this year, it looks like they almost, to me, beat everyone else. Mm. And my dad's, even. It's tough. I'd, I'd put Kraftwerk in before Depeche Mode. You would absolutely. Also, someone who was there last year. Wow. I agree. I agree with Ali. I think Kra- I think Kraftwerk wow. is so influential that yeah. Depeche Mode may not exist. It wouldn't the way exist they, the way they sound without Kraftwerk. Absolutely. What happened to Amy Winehouse? Uh, okay. She'll be eligible she one did. day. <laughs> I think that, and that, and that's my problem with a band like Thin Lizzy, who I said doesn't move the needle. Mm-hmm. Kraftwerk moved the needle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They did something new and different. That's what I think. You should go in for that beyond anything. Okay, Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. I don't think he's going to make it for his mm. great musical career, no. Yeah. Remember last year when I said the cars should definitely go in and you mm-hmm. guys were all, whatever. Thank yeah. God they did, right? I mean, it's nice for Rick that he saw that before he died, yeah. But I don't think that's why you put people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is oh, because them... I think they might die? Right. No. <laughs> I thought they should go in because they're the freaking cars and they were incredible. I love them, too. But you didn't think they should go in last year. Uh, you are correct. I think we only all agreed on The Cure last year, who went in. Who went in, yeah. Yeah. And I thought Roxy Music should, and you guys all told me I was an idiot. They went in. I don't think anyone called you an idiot. No, everybody did. I and did. Then, uh, I Kevin, that. even off the air, he's yeah. like, you're an idiot. And then he kicked me in the shins. What? And then I like bent down, like cover my shins up, and he punched me in the face. So I had to get it's back a Terrible out. workplace. Yeah. It's pretty aggressive, you guys. <laughs> I'm excited for this. I get super excited for these nominations. Do you watch the show when it is? Oh my gosh, do I watch it? I watch it the night it comes out. I also tape it, then I'll watch it back. Okay. Absolutely. It's well produced. It's really well produced. Plus, Brandon Flowers. You know. Yeah. How you doing? What are you doing with your hands? I can only see one of them. (laughs) Some birthdays for you. We've got Emerald Lagasse. Bam. Tito Jackson. But the emotion, too much for Tito. And probably the best song to strip to, to bone to, to ride a horse to. Hmm. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know what you're uh, Ma'am? You all right? Yeah. Oh. Ooh, what the... Oh, happy birthday, genuine! I think that's you. Oh yeah, that's how it's that. done. Oh, that's not. Oh okay. yeah, that's what's happening. Let's get out of this. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock K R O Q. Who's that dude? And what's what? he about? Right? right? I heard he's a runner. What's what? up with that? 
<laughs> I don't know. I hear that song from Hobo Johnson. I don't know anything about him, but he sounds like a crazy man. <laughs> um, and wait, he just joined us in studio here on the Kevin Hello. 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 Hobo. How's it What's going? up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm doing good. Early morning, but I'm yes. feeling good. How you didn't have a show last night, right? I did. Oh, right. I we know. played yeah. the Will Turn, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was quite fun. Yeah. And what was that like for you, playing an iconic venue like the Will Turn at this stage of your career? It was weird. It was weird just walking down in the green room and it being this like wonderful, beautiful place, and I just feel like out of place to be honest. Somebody's but, gonna yeah, know that you're a fraud you. and take yeah. you out. Exactly. Yeah. And people are sometimes people look at me like, "Why are you walking around?" Here? <laughs> um, but, I mean, so much of your career has been do it yourself, some DIY. It's yeah. like this is a completely different feel for you. Does it feel the same as when you started in Sacramento? Um, it's it's definitely a little bit different. Like the shows, the production wise, they're more like shows, like yeah. act like what people go to and pay mm-hmm. money for so does that feel like pressure yeah definitely definitely and last night i was kind of like getting kind of nervous you know so um it's but you always fun. sound nervous so that's the good news you know, <laughs> every song you sound like you're barely hanging my on my default state of <laughs> barely <laughs> hanging on Bean did argue yesterday he thinks that hobo johnson's the only guy who's ever put out an album where he's fully whispering for a whole record <laughs> oh. is I mean, that here, here's what i said hobo i said you sound like when you're recording like you're on the phone, but trying not to make too much noise because you're in a restaurant, yeah, and you don't want to, you don't want to disturb any of the other diners. It's, it's 11 sense. p.m. and his parents are asleep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It gives me, it gives me anxiety to listen to your records. Look, I think you are a brilliant lyricist, and a, and you really are, are. You get across your your songs beautifully. He's not joking in that part. Oh, thank I, you. I, yeah. really, yeah. I, I really that. do. I'm a huge fan, and we'll tell you how uh, we came to know your music here in a second. But but I get anxious yeah. when I when I listen. To you i mean is there anxiety in your music yeah i'm a pretty anxious person in general <laughs> so um so yeah i mean i hear a lot of people say that actually and i think it's some songs like typical story the one that you just played mm-hmm. that's a pretty anxious song but there's some other songs that are more you know chill a little piano so it's kind of yeah, true you you do have a lot of styles on your on your albums which i really appreciate jensen why don't you take some credit for introducing well, hobo to at least us uh, here on the kevin beach show yeah he had been around for quite some time but i i had been turned on to his music when he did this peach scone viral video years ago that which he is did, great which is great and from there i've just been following because i'm always obsessed with people who are trying to push a genre like there is no way that you could say that hobo stuff is just rap or just all you can't pork. put them in any box yeah you can't yeah. you literally can't and i guess that was what i brought into k-rock's saying, like, this is the stuff we should be playing more often uh, and also be, you know, sort of, like, broadening what alternative music is. It, are your influences, Hobo, or they, do they range from that? Are they hip-hop all the way to rock? Yeah, definitely. I really um, I really like Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite, like, musicians in Bright Eyes, so... Those are two different, pl- wow. completely yeah, different yeah. people. Wow. Yeah, Both so... great, though. I think it culminates in, like, whatever weird thing I do. Yeah, because yeah. I hear like suicidal tendencies, which might not even be a group you know a lot about. No, no, yeah. No, see, no, that's no, always really. crazy to me. Yeah. When you're like, that sounds like suicidal tendencies, and the person who did it goes, "I have no idea." Who I don't know who that. Yeah, I've never <laughs> heard of that. And, and, and uh, maybe maybe you're an artist who doesn't like being compared to other artists, but I think this is a fair comparison, and I've thought this a lot listening to music. Early Beck, yeah, I hear a lot of early Beck in you. Yeah, I've heard that too. I think which it's I, like the the folky, rocky, mm-hmm. hip hoppy stuff. Yeah, that's with a twinge of crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And which awesome. I love. Yeah. That I so, love. Oh. Hobo, let's let's talk about your uh, your living situation. You yeah. did for reals live in your Toyota for real, for real. For how long? And and what were the circumstances of that? Why? So me and I moved into my 
it was basically my like, stepmom's house at the time, mm-hmm. um, who was married to my dad. So then I lived in their house. We kind of had a falling out, a couple problems, and then he kicked me out, uh, and I didn't really have anywhere to go. So I lived in the 1994 Toyota Corolla. It was just over a month or somewhere around a month. It wasn't too long. But in that period of time, I made and produced and like wrote my first album that I like really released. And literally wow, recorded it in the car. And that's when you were yeah, like a pizza living in place, the car. Right? I worked at a pizza place right. and then I would go, I like slept out of outside of a twenty four hour fitness and I would like <laughs> charge my laptop. That's at the work. worst place. I know, but it's safe. It's safe. At least the one in Sacramento, because you can park in like a nook, you know, and like uh, no one really goes but, in there. But I would pick a place no one's going to all night long. Well, you gotta. It's nice because sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and have to like go to the bathroom. Oh, and right. Not, not the mm. easy one. I'd be a sure. terrible hobo. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you'd smell that. Yeah. What you was got- the best part of living in a car? If oh, you try to put a positive spin on it, yeah, yeah, let's saying, try. Let's yeah. Everybody thinks it's terrible. I'm just saying, was there something that there, you enjoyed? You always about? know where the lighter is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, you never lose your car in a parking lot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I the the best part was the first three or four days because it was really this moment of me like telling myself like I can do it by myself and I need no one else other than you know myself. So that went away after a few days where I just got kind of depressed. Yeah. yeah, that was three days of great thinking. But yeah. so where did you get uh, money to, to then find a place to live? I just like saved up. I moved to a place called Oak Park in Sacramento, which was the cheapest rent I could find. Mm-hmm. My rent in Sacramento for a Craigslist room was $300. Hmm. Wow. So okay, that's I could, low. I could work like. No, like 10 hours a week or something. Yeah. yeah. And your second album you recorded on your laptop? Yeah. Everything I've done on my laptop pretty much. Even the newest album, I like produced like 80% of it, 75% of it. But remember, he, he uh, being homeless is rough, but not as rough as being a Sacramento Kings fan. <laughs> I was thinking. Mm. I was wondering. <laughs> I heard you guys say that what last time. Is mm. Brutal. That is rough. I, that is brutal. tough. How are you, you dealing with that? Dude. It's pretty tough, especially when it, you talk to people from L.A. It's like, you guys don't even understand. <laughs> well, listen, I was a Clippers fan, so it'll turn around that makes sense. eventually. <laughs> I have a question, too. Listening to the new record, it seems like it, you went through a pretty heavy breakup in it. Yeah. But then I read recently you got back together with her? No, different. Okay. I, different I, girl. I got into another relationship. The Hubbo Johnson love life seems complicated. It is. Which makes great music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. It was my first real relationship, so I think that's why I like, wrote so much about it and mm-hmm. then kind of just fell apart. Uh, we're talking to Hobo Johnson here on the Kevin Bean Show, by the way, who last night played the Wiltern Theater, and tomorrow night we'll be playing at the House of Blues in Anaheim. Mm. Tickets available at HoboJohnson.com or LiveNation.com if you want to see the live show, which is intense and fun, by the way. Yeah. Um, I know we don't have a lot of time, Hobo, and I feel terrible because it took you a long time to get here, but you ha- you shout out Justin Bieber on the record. Yeah. And, and I, as I understand from reading interviews and stuff, part of that was because you guys have had a, a sort of similar situation in that you kind of... Well, got famous on the internet. Got famous on yeah. the internet, right? And there's there's pluses and minuses for that. How are you adjusting to being somebody who now has fans and admirers and people who are interested in your personal life, especially in like that, a major label uh, situation? Yeah. yeah, and you're gonna and you're gonna be on the Kimmels and shows like that. I mean, your life is changing every week to week right now. How, how's that affecting you? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I. A lot of it is, I think the toughest part is the general criticism that you get from so many people. Yeah. And for me, like, for some reason, people either hate me with a passion or like me. And so, that means you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And it means By I'm doing way. something different, I yeah. think. So it's yeah. like, that's the toughest part for me to handle. And like, I, 
I've been getting better at it, but like the thicker skin I grow, I think the less sensitive a person I am, and like. So you don't want let's that be, necessarily. No, exactly, because I'm trying to like feel artistically, stuff. yeah, yeah. So it's like it's definitely a weird balance, but I just like don't go on the internet at all, pretty much. When Bean and I it. started, we got uh, three to four years of hate, yeah. and you've ruined this station. Three to four years. Wow. And that was when people had to write letters. And give it mm-hmm. to the oh Pony Express, God. and then that guy would drop it off. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, it, it does force you to get thicker skin. It just forces you to. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to work my way around it. Like, I, I took off all internet for my phone, so I just kind of, like, I'm really trying to focus on, like, my normal life, and I, I bought a house. Hey. Oh, I'm, my co- God. I'm going about this, like, normal, house. practical adult life, and, like, trying to see if that makes sense. Guy went from living in his car to buying a house yeah. in a couple of years. Yeah. Bean, how much? How long could you live without the internet? Um, not as long as phone. it took you to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, is I, this I, a Sacramento house? Yeah, okay, so Sacramento. Still, still, Sacramento. still in the hood. Yeah. Still where you were. Still, he still bought the inside. house for 450 bucks. <laughs> That's a deal. <laughs> well, still pizza on, money. <laughs> I, hope that, I hope that experiences like this one where you walk into a room of people who are excited to meet you and genuinely are, are grateful for your music and happy for your success, I hope that that helps a little bit to know that there are fans out there like us. And I, I know you run into them all the time, but we're, we're really behind you, dude. I appreciate it very much. Big Seriously. Big and it's, it's a big, you know, it's uh, I'm. Uh, I feel dumb kind of saying this, you know, honking our own horn. It's kind of a big deal to get played on K-Rock. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're so happy to have music like yours that we can play. You know, we just, we love it so much. That isn't yeah. like everything else. That isn't like everything else. That's exactly. important. Yeah. yeah, that's rad to me. Yeah. I, I've heard of K-Rock for so long, too, and, like, breaking so many bands. So it's really, it's great to be here. I'm sorry that I was late. But, no, uh, no, no, not at all. Man. He's the sweetest young man ever. Look, First we're of all, just going to have to kick you right back out. In, <laughs> he ran in here literally from the parking lot. Because there yeah. was some three-car pileup we hear. There was something yeah. in the that he we, caused, but right. whatever. <laughs> he right? ran across yeah. the freeway after an argument with the Uber driver. We were okay. late, too. I, I can't put it all on that. We <laughs> all right, man. Well, listen, keep in touch. Let us know if there's anything we can do for you, all right? Yeah, I appreciate and it. And everybody, stream, buy, get somehow yeah. both of the Hobo records. They're really, really good. Thanks a lot, my friend. Thank you. On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness in the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, Chance the Rapper. What? You want to stick for 24 hours? So you want to just stay yeah, yeah, you can sleep in the corner. You're used That's to that. Yeah. <laughs> Bean makes us guess. Uh, Steve Gorman, the drummer for the Black Crows, wrote a book. We're going to talk to him it's about good. that. Oof. And Kevin and Bean's last breakfast with Green Day. Your tickets tomorrow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.